Are you sitting comfortably? Good. Then we'll begin. We shall be as a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us. They can tell us we're crazy, and we can say, well, you haven't seen anything yet. Our society is complex, and we teach our students that they could just fix it. Go fix a military helicopter and see how far you get with that. Oh, really? I was going to ask, um, how's, um, how's life over in, over in the U.S.? Oh, it's crazy. Ever since the elections and just everything, it's, it's flip-flopping. It's yeah. flip-flopping everywhere, depending, depending on what's, what your beliefs are. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've been hearing it all, don't worry. Well, like, I've been keeping as much of an eye on it as I, as, uh, as I can, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Because, like, every, everyone's kind of informed over here anyway, you know? Um, because it all it, like it's the only news at the minute you know yeah yeah and i've noticed too like just the sheer amount of people i because i know a lot of a good amount of people from europe it's like sometimes they know more what's going on than some mm. of the people here which i'm yeah. kind of you know it's weird man it's really really weird, it is weird. Um, what do you make of it all actually because like you know being in it like especially with like the whole capitol hill thing um now i don't know necessarily too too much where where you lean yourself but like it's like i i don't agree with that kind of thing at all you know? oh yeah, yeah no i'm i'm kind of like on the stance of like i'm more i would say i'm more independent to be honest yeah, yeah. but the way things have just been boiling with covid the lockdown the people the change the constant i think things have just been boiling i you you know as well as i do majority of the time people are upset or angry or something there's always an underlying cause a deeper cause to people's frustrations and i think just these last few years have just been you know i think it came out in a really ugly way but you know i think now it's trying to figure out how to keep everybody together you know because this country's more split than it's ever been yeah i get that man i mean like especially now when we're in a time of like everyone has a certain ideology and it's almost like if you don't if you don't fit either the square peg or the round hole then like no one's gonna listen to you or like oh yeah you're put in a box straight away and it's almost like if i can find out one characteristic about you that i don't agree with then i know exactly who you are and exactly where to put you yeah i don't don't think that's fair like at all i think there needs to be more nuance especially in the states man like you guys have two parties that you have to go for yeah that's that's insane like well even washington said he's like he didn't believe in party systems yeah. You know, he even said, he's like, you know, people tend to pledge loyalty to their party and not to their country. And I think that's, that's an issue. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I get you. I mean, it's weird. I think, I think at the end of the day too, it's like, how can, I mean, what we were founded on, right. Hmm. We are all trying to live our lives so differently from one another, but still trying to live with all, you know, in the same region, typically, you know what I mean? how do you have that many different beliefs how do you make a system so big with so many little components work together mm. it's weird and i don't think there's any right way to do it either i think we're still finding no. that out like years no. on from what well, democracy is mm-hmm. look at how government look how government changes over time we start with this we swift to this they take a few ideas from somewhere else they implement it into their system you know the cogs are ta- constantly being changed mm yeah no i completely agree man it's really weird but um Kellen, anyway why don't you give like while, while we're on this uh we kind of got like sidetracked why don't you give yourself an introduction yeah. and like um i don't know tell people who you are how you got to where you are etc 
so I'm a random person on the internet. My name is Kevin Lonsberry, and uh, I have a very long background, but I am the founder of Relentless Fortitude Motivation Online, and I am a college student. I'm currently going for sports medicine. I'm pursuing physical therapy, and uh, which is, you know, probably pretty complete opposite of the website, but <laughs> and the psychology minor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, throw, that uh, throw that in. Yeah. 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 Yep. And, uh, I compete strong, man. And, you know, I'm a fitness enthusiast and I like to write spoken word poetry, you know, and I just like to think, I think I'm just a person that likes to think. I get that, man. I, I, I really resonate <laughs> with that last part. I like to think too. Um, but yeah, actually tell me about how you got into like sports medicine, because from what I found of you online as someone who's just like outwardly motivational and philosophical, it's not something that I would pair you with, if that makes sense. So my, my story with sports medicine is strange. Right. So I'll give you the short version. Okay. Most of my life, I was obese. I started gaining weight about five years old. Right. I was required to be on medication to go through the school system. That Christ. didn't help the fact that I had to medicate. Eventually, the short version is, is I ended up topping out around probably 15, 17 different medications before the age of 23. Jesus. And I get to 23 and, you know, I, oh, I get out of high school. I'm going through my dark, depressive, you know. As we all do. Little fight. Yep. Yep. That, you know, it's still the growing period. I've, I've yeah, realized yeah, that yeah. later on. And uh, I was about 428 pounds. Now I stand in at six foot four, but huh. I was about 428 pounds and just, it's like, it's like you're a dog and you just want to run. You just want to have fun. You just want to go out and enjoy life and you just can't even move. Christ. And you're just stuck in your body mm. and you're stuck in your head. So around 23, I quit all my medications cold. And Perfect. I said, you know, I got to get something. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get something in order. And, uh, I ended up quitting everything cold in 14 months. I lost 185 pounds and yeah that that pretty that much just, work man fair play well fair play. <laughs> yeah, yeah i went i went kind of like crazy because i didn't even know what i was doing it kind of right. started out with my friends invited me to the gym yeah we that's, that's up generally how it starts yep. i was the the bicep crew the one that rolls around and they yeah and then they're trying the machines and then they're acting hard yeah we were that one yeah, <laughs> yeah. No better place than the squat rack for it, mate. No better place. No better place. Just got to <laughs> yeah. take all the weights and put them right there. Yeah, yeah. And not re-rack anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, that's, oh, mate. Leave that's what part. that's what everyone works there for, right? They just clean up after you. That's what. It's right. like. Exactly. That's why you're paid, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why exactly. you tell 100%. them at the front desk when you're leaving. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so you know, I got itchy. I was like, oh, I'm starting to actually feel better. Like, I right. don't know. I feel like I need to do something. And. You know, they're like, they're already bailing out. Well, you know, I've been busy this week and da, 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 da. And so I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, I have these 10 pound dumbbells. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do like 500 reps. Let's see how far I can get with 500 reps. Now, my motivation at this time, even to this day, dude, I'm like, I'm so shocked because like, I think I found out what I made of back then, not today, but back then. Right. How do you mean? I ended up taking it from 500 to 1,000 reps to 3,000 reps. And then at one point, I had these little 10-pound dumbbells. I knew nothing. I knew nothing. I'm sitting there staring at this calendar with lines on it, right. all these little black lines of all the reps I've done and, like, the sets, right, because I was doing 1,000 sets. Right. I had a 20,000 20, 
20,000 reps in a single day, just bicep oh. curls. I was that guy. And oh. I'm staring at this board. I'm not even kidding you. Six hours straight, just staring at it, doing bicep curls. Like, I kind of want that motivation back. I'm not going to lie, but I'm saying how it is. But I'm like, you know, something lit, man. Something lit inside me. And it was just. The noble savage has been born. Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) With those 10-down dumbbells, who would have ever thought, you know? That is insane. Oh, my good God. I think I remember when me and my friends used to go to gym. (laughs) And like that, we were like the heart. We were like proper just in it it for the curls, right? And um we'd start doing these like mad curls where there'd be like half reps in there. So you'd like, you'd get up the full yep. way and then like go halfway and then hold it. And like the best we did of those was like 50 reps per like mm. as a finisher, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> like I knew nothing. Like, so long story short, I end up moving out. I get into this place. I'm in the middle of the city. Mm. I don't have a car or anything. Cause I, w- I didn't have a car cause I wasn't able to drive with medication and everything else. So, you know, I, I had really? to, I had to, yeah, I basically had to start most of my life, my life late, believe it or not. And so I have this, this military backpack, like a 50, I think the 50 liters. And mm. I just cram everything into it. I put the whole protein container in there. I put the peanuts in there. I have everything hanging in there. I've got workout bands in there. I've got all the stuff. And you know, so I'd walk to work and right. I'm doing like eight, 12 miles in the city yeah. a day. Yeah. So I'm working out. I think it, I know, like I said, I know nothing. I want to say it's a mixture between bodybuilding and CrossFit. I'm doing two hour workouts, walking, walking to the gym, walking away from the gym, walking to work. I remember one day I walked 17 miles. I tracked it. I just, I don't know. I had to walk everywhere. So I was like, you know, this is the best I've got. Mm. So you just kind of walk like, so you started off being invited to the gym by, with your friends and then they just started to like drop off. And you were just kind of like, okay, well, I need to keep this up because of yeah. whatever, whatever went off inside you. And then yep. from then it was like, okay, you need to, whatever kept you going, whether it was like the idea for weight loss or just because you just decided to be an all out knuckle dragging savage and then just kept walking like 17 miles up and back. Like, yeah, I did. I did one day I did 17. My average day was 12 miles on foot with a 50 pound bag nice. on my back which did wonders for my core, which I wish I had. Not. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, was, you know. uh, but I mean, it, it was great. I mean, it was, I look back at it and this was what, seven, seven years ago, six years right. ago, seven years ago. So how does that lead you into where you are now? So I end up getting in a relationship with my best friend that I've known since I was 16. So we've been in our six year relationship you now. So I just six years earlier. Right and we're going through all these different things and i was just set out to be a personal trainer and i start kind of looking because i wanted to be a cscs but i wanted to start as a pt what's a cscs uh strength and conditioning specialist ah right, right okay. yeah, okay. so i started out with that and i started looking more and more into it and the more and more i researched like how do i do this how do i do this how do i, I start digging into biochemistry i started yeah. digging into philosophy i started digging into science i started digging into physics and i'm like and I'll, I'll tell you this too i was throughout my um childhood i was severely undereducated pretty much everything mm-hmm. i had to end up teaching to myself so a lot of these things i was never exposed to in the school system because this is when i was living in nevada i ended up moving out to new york but 
So I ended up basically learning, you know, very basic chemistry, learning very basic physics, all these different things to try to understand and just get stronger. And I ended up coming across sports medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize that the connection between performance and rehabilitation, Mm -hmm. that line isn't that far away. Right. If you can understand how to get people to perform and you understand those basic principles and everything else, you can adapt those things and make modifications and understand how to get people rehabilitated. Hmm. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try for this. And it really was a perfect fit in the end. Hmm. Really how did was. How did you kind of segue from, you know, this guy who has is trying to keep up a job and then, you know, just decides, gets this inkling of, doing sports medicine from like just just going to the gym like how does how do you lead into that because i know i know it's very different over in the states compared to how it is here like over here you have to like say get your secondary education then file on a thing called the um cao which stands for the central applications office and then you know if you have uh let's say like a, a well enough education depending on how many points you get in like our final exams called the leaving cert um, depending on how many points you get in that, then you can choose a college course that has, say, like a, an entry points either uh, matching or below what you've applied or what you've gotten in the leaving cert. So how does it work from, from over there? Like, do you need, was there any like pre-qualifications or is it just like, okay, I have so, enough money to pay for this and then go into it? <laughs> the gap. So for physical therapy, the gap is huge. You right. either get an associate's degree or you get a doctorate degree. So right. okay. now it used to be an MSPT. They switched that up. Mm. So your prerequisites are pretty much, you need to get your bachelor's in health sciences. Right. You need to hit all the prerequisites for whatever the individualistic program is. Mm. Then you take the PT CAS, then you get into the pre- program and then so the program i'm looking at is a three-year accelerated program Mm. you get into that and then you have to do all your hours and everything else so it's really the only way to get into that is by getting you actually skip your master's entirely if you go into the doctorate program which and you don't have to take the gre on top of it which is you know so all you need to get into like sports medicine to do your phd is your bachelor's in like sports science sports science you get your yeah yeah so you you literally go from you you i went with an associates in athletic training so i have have an associates in sports medicine and athletic training then health uh health sciences and then if i go into the doctoral program then it will be three years accelerated it's six years condensed into three years if i remember right Mm -hmm. and you skip your master's entirely and you're out oh and you come up with a doctor then yeah unreal yeah. That's really, really good. So yeah. so then how did you go from there to doing your bachelor's from like, you know, like when you decided so for, to do this? I'm still I'm still in the pre phases of getting into physio. So I haven't right. done my physio yet. Yeah. So I'm I'm right. I'm right. But now I'm finishing off my bachelor's. I did. I was a transfer student right into university. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so how did that work then? Like in terms of going through the school system and stuff like what, what like stepping stones? Because like from it's probably just the way i'm used to looking at it it's like i know that i go to primary school secondary school then i apply from there to college you know yeah yeah, and then i can go further if if i if i want to but like how did you go from like like you said most of what you were taught like wasn't exactly um on par with the education system and then how did you go from there to just like getting up to where you are now so 
I grad so I graduated out in Nevada, right? Okay. I graduated out in Nevada. You have your elementary school, you that goes up to sixth grade, then seventh and eighth. They've changed that now. Then it was seventh and eighth, then then you go to school for four years and then you get out of high school and you go to either community or university, a four year institution, right? right? right okay, okay. So when I went from Nevada, I graduated high school, came out here, went to a two year community college for sports medicine. And then I ended up transferring out of the um, community college over mm -hmm. into the university because right. I wanted my associates in sports medicine specifically. And that also gave me clinical hours. So I actually, you know, I've, yeah. So that right, gave okay. me a lot more than I would have been at the university. Yeah. So you got the, the theory plus like some practical experience as well. Yes. Ah, yeah. okay. Okay. So and then you said you're in your bachelor's now, is that right? I'm in my bachelor's now. So I'm probably finishing up and now I'm, going for the crazy goal but it was originally go for the doctorate right, right okay but you know funding graduate school is not the easiest thing mm -hmm. being realistic here so it's going to be going i'm going to try to go for occupational therapy first get my occupational therapy license practice and go back for my doctorate so essentially i'd be a dpt and an ot mate that's unreal so many letters after your name it's it's a lot yeah but it, then again uh I'll, uh, I'll retain a lot more. I think, I think I'm getting, you know, I'm getting that money's worth in the end. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you know, I, I think it would be worth it. No, hundred percent, man. If he can do it, go for it. And then, the sorry, go on. Oh, I was just going to say in the CSCS degree, you have to have a master's in order to get it. So once I get my master's, I can go right to my CSCS first, ah. then go for my doctorate. Unreal. So you have this all yeah. planned out. You know what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an obsession. <laughs> <laughs> little red lines everywhere and yeah. tape you know <laughs> Wait, so hold on um how when it comes to the education system in america i know college is ridiculously overpriced i know it's ridiculously hard to keep up with and student debt is a big thing um thank god for bernie sanders trying to get rid of all that but yeah how how did you come out of that or how did that affect you Student debt. So if I want to, New York is a pretty amazing state with all the programs they have. Right. I'm going to okay. say that there are students that go to community college here and they, if they know how to do it right, they actually get paid like $6,000, I think every few weeks. I don't know how I never, it was track and field, you know, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, there was yeah, the track yeah, and field yeah. students. So everyone but, who got there on a scholarship. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to private, a private institution, mm -hmm. but it's also because it's, it's a sports medicine college as well. Right. Okay. Okay. They're so very the geared towards that. Yeah. So for me, I mean, we're looking at a good amount of debt. We are, but yeah. we're looking at a lot of, you know, we're looking at trying to figure out how to pay it down as quick as possible. But mm. you know what? I, I've seen in my family, what when i was growing up debt debt's a very real thing especially mm -hmm. if it builds and honestly it's better to have debt for the right reasons than for the wrong reasons and i think if you're left doing something for the rest of your life that you're actually happy with i'd rather have the debt that's fair i've never i've never heard of someone look at that in like such a, a positive and kind of pragmatic outlook if that makes sense you know yeah. and it is kind of alien to me because most of our education over here is kind of paid for by the state you know mm. um we're pretty lucky in that regard that the welfare state has, has been quite beneficial to us like our college fees for the year would be about like three grand say five three to five grand i think like that's it so like wow. three thousand euro that's and not it's not bad at all compared compared to like what i what i hear from from over your side of the of the uh 
Is that for just a, for that's not that's not is that tuition? Yeah, like that's literally for if you say have three years of college, um, mm-hmm. for like a bachelor's degree or four, um, like the whole year is like three grand. You know? Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm yeah. Blushed. I know. It's yeah. it's, it's crazy. Tuition. And then obviously that goes up like when when you go to do your masters or, or a doctorate or anything, but like starting out just get a bachelor's degree and get your foot in the door of anywhere like it seems to be a lot easier over here than it is over there that's that's crazy i mean undergraduate for the college i go to Mm. now they were affiliated with syracuse university at one point so they were affiliated with ivy league and then they dropped off and they became private private but you're looking at about it's not too bad but it's it's up there it's twenty two thousand undergraduate it's forty thousand graduate and consider, and to really number crunch here, to be realistic, if you go for a three-year program at forty thousand uh, dollars, yeah. so we're gonna, yeah, Jesus the navigation Christ. is. I know that's probably like common to you though. To me, that sounds alien. That sounds like why? Do you know what I mean? I kind of want to come over there. <laughs> so many, so many people like... do. So many people do. Especially where uh, where I went when I went to college in um in UCD. Uh, I'd say like the way the way college rankings work in Ireland. I'm not too sure. But I know Trinity College is like the top one. That's the one where yep. like you see all those stock images is that really fancy library. That's yeah, Trinity yeah. College. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then That's you have us. Yeah. And UCD is kind of like, I don't know. It's 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 really, really good. I think it beat Trinity one year in the rankings. But Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Like one year, all right. We'll we'll we'll, we'll take our wins. Still, still. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> but like there's so many foreign exchanges, and I say foreign exchange, I mean like students coming from America, from Canada, from like wherever. They, like I remember I was in a lecture with a, I did I did a project before with a, one of my friends and a Chinese student and the Chinese student God help him or her or whoever it was I, I couldn't really tell um she had no English they had no English I don't know and I was just like ah okay so me and my friend were just kind of sitting there and like fair play to the young one everything she put went through like straight through Google Translate so that was fine but I was just like how how do you even get by over here whereas like for someone like you 100% come over and like you'll be in awe of the fact that like the I, I think the fees are only so low because we're in Europe and we're European citizens so I think that's it I think that's the catch me too because yeah. other than that um I, I've heard like from other people who've talked to American students that the fees still they're not as bad but they're still astronomical and I assume that's where like the universities make most of their money is through like foreign exchange students and charging them you know oh yeah 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 i knew a student that was from osaka japan right she's amazing she's amazing i'm sorry i'm just thinking back here she's from osaka japan doesn't speak any english comes to college gets all of her textbooks in textbooks in english and learns english like in a few semesters just so she can read her textbooks and then she's doing health she's doing nursing and i'm just like how yeah. i'm like wow that's insane that's amazing <laughs> i'm just like that's incredible some people are just built different i don't know what that is they like some, are yeah, yeah 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 i don't know what that is some people are just insanely determined when it comes to that kind of thing it's crazy my favorite my favorite was this girl and she's we're, we're talking she's like yeah i'm taking uh chemistry one chemistry two this semester bio one bio two amp one and two and i'm taking i think the introductory to pharmacology and then i'm in the nursing program and then something i'm just like She's like, yeah, I had to talk to the dean in order to, you know, allow my credits to go over and all this and, you know, straight in. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, there it is. You know? I, 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 I couldn't is. grab yeah. one of those over the space of three years. Like one of those over three years and I'm I'm barely passing. Do you know what I mean? Like, that sounds <laughs> heavy. 
I'm just like heavy. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, not yeah. metal. There's not even metal in this world heavy <laughs> enough to match that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, okay. So you're doing all this, all this like um, sports science, sports medicine, all that kind of stuff. And I saw on Instagram that you got some, um, some like award for being probably like the smartest guy in college. What's crack? What's going on? Oh, which the I'm on Dean second seconds. No. Yeah. Second semester on Dean's honor, honor list. So, so I, I achieved a GPA of three point, I think it's 95 right now. 3.92. So, and oh man, congratulations. That is, uh, that is no, <laughs> no feeble feet. I'm trying, you know, I started out as a C student and worked my way and found a system just kept going yeah actually while we're on that what is that for you because when i started off i didn't do well in school all right i I left Mm. sixth year and spent too much time focusing on things i shouldn't have been focusing on and not focusing enough on my studies even though i probably thought that i was but i left and then i was kind of used to kind of like coasting by and relying on just kind of like looking at a book flicking through pages highlighting random things and then hoping that that was kind of like enough to get me by and then when it came to i I remember I, i failed one exam in college and I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh no. And that sent me just like down a spiral. And I just got really, oh. really like into myself. I was like, fuck, I'm not good enough. I'm going to fail everything. This yeah, yeah. For me. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I, th- I picked up a book. Um, uh, it's called Quantum Memory by like, I think the guy's name is like Colin, Colin O'Brien, something like that. Yeah, but he, yeah, he yeah. Runs I think through- I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, he runs through this whole like memory system and how to actually remember things. Because when I used to come home from school, my mom used to tell me, okay, well, you have to write this out so many times and then it'll go in. And I was like, right, okay. So it's mm. a question of how many times I need to look at this and write it out and repeat it until it hopefully ends up in here. Yeah. And he outlines the system. Um, he calls it like the, the greatest system of all time because it's like Ali, which stands for um, association, location, and imagination. And it's like, those are all the things you need to actually remember anything you want, essentially. It's, it's like the fundamentals of remembering anything. And from then I was able to kind of like incorporate that into like my economics and politics and whatever else I needed. I, I did, um, I did an elective, which is like, you know, a voluntary module in, um, I think it was, it was introduction to sports science is what it was. And okay. I ended up getting a B in that considering like, and like my degree had nothing to do with any of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but just from kind of like learning this off the system and implying the principles of that, I was able to increase my learning capabilities to the degree where I was happy with the work I was putting in and the grades mm-hmm. I was getting as a result. So how did you kind of like reconcile that for yourself? And how did you end up on the, the Dean's honor roll? So my system has been, I've always been an analytical thinker, right? So it's, it's a little strange, but I'm visual analytical. And then my brain's a little different. So I had, I like I said previously, I was on a lot of medications as a child, but yeah. I had a lot of brain scans done and I re- done and everything else. So my processing is about two or three times quicker than the average person. That's what they told me when I was a child. So yeah, there's some there's some weird things you going really on. We are too. built differently. I'll admit that. Yeah, it's for example, I failed most of my science classes all the way through public school. I went right into a college level in New York state, which is pretty good. It's, you know, it's hard yeah. and was just getting B's and A's, which is, I'm not really sure why, to be honest, I'll be honest with that. And for example, like, uh, I had, I had one semester where I 
ended up getting an F on our first our first exam, and it's because I did not see it on the syllabus, and I'll admit that too. <laughs> and and so I'm like, oh, oh, there's an exam today. I'm like, oh, time to wing it. Time to wing it. And I get an F. She gives it back to me. She's like, you know, I don't know what's going on right now. You know, I'm really worried. Da, 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 mm. You know, if you need to talk, whatever. I go into the next one, and I get an A. She comes to me. She's like, I don't know what you did. You <laughs> changed everything, and I'm just like, I'm like. I forgot it was on the syllabus. <laughs> so, but for me, it was, I had to learn how I learn. I had to learn how right. I retain. I yeah, had to yeah. learn how I make connections. I, for example, I'm learning Japanese and Spanish right now, right? At the same time. Yeah. And so what I'll do is I'll tie similarities together. Mm-hmm. So I cross compare everything, tie similarities together, and then I'll use like colors. You've probably heard of Jim Quick and his like memory methods. I love that book. That book. I do that. I'm still of that book so much. Yeah, yeah. Jim Quick's amazing. Yeah. But I was going to say, it's funny when you read like memory books like that, there's always like the same principles and it tends to come back to that, like, you know, association, uh, imagination and Mm. like whatever location tends to be like the one that I'm good with because I can remember rooms and put things inside rooms. Yeah. 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 But with with Jim Quick's one, it was like, there was something about like, like, um, what did he call them? He called them lies. And it was like a limited ideas entertained, right? Or limiting ideas entertained. And that, like, that stood out to me the most in that book, regardless of anything else, like in terms of speed reading, in terms of memory, like that just kind of stood out. And it's like, it's, if you were looking for a self-help book that actually taught you how to take pragmatic steps towards being, I suppose, like who we all want to be, like a little bit smarter, that's, that's what it's for. That, and that's the kind of like audience that speaks to, I think. Yeah. And it's legit. Yeah. You know, it's 100%. like legit. I used his loci method because I figured out, you know, his loci method and I played with that a little bit and I was, I'll take systems and modify them. Right. So I'll basically hack systems that are already out there and then see what I can do to them to increase them or whatever. And so I took the loci method and tied it to colors because I'm a visual learner. So like, I'm going to probably sound crazy here. And I'm no, gonna, no, I explain can, this. I can, yeah, yeah. I can, I almost have like a hollow deck in my head. I can move things around, play with shapes, colors, numbers, and things inside of my head. And so I will take the loci method and list of 10 things. I'll tie it to blue, tie it to green, tie it to red. And I categorize it based on shades of colors. So red one, red two, red three, red four, blue one, blue two, blue three, blue four, green one, da, 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 da. So I've been able to recite lists of 10 going up to like, I think 500 or 600 off the top of my head. And then I'll go run them in reverse because I don't use what's on the list as a memory trigger. I use the color at the beginning as a reminder. So if I know it's a, if I know it's a light red, I know it's going to be something about food. If I know it's something about a dark red, it's going to be something about this or this or this. So then I can tie the sequence, count down so many and store information. So I basically have created a mental index, almost a matrix where I can change which category focused on and pull from them rather than reading them linearly right so you said that like red was food how do you how do you kind of like how, how do you how does it go from this information needs to be recalled to okay now it's filed away in like green three and i, I know what it is yeah yeah so like if you're if you're familiar with jim quick's method you use certain areas of your body to tie objects or ideas or whatever to Right, right okay. in the loci method. Yeah. So you'll say, you know, this is eggs, this is, you know, uh, strawberries, this is whatever, and so forth, right? Mm. What I will do is I'll say, okay, well, red is going to start with strawberry. Green is going to start with uh, 
a Mazda, a Mazda three that's green or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Super random. You know, Brown's going to start with coffee and coffee is going to tie into this and then this and then this and then this and it's category. Right. Okay. So I can count so many times before I find what I need to find and then tie it all back to the main conclusion. Right. So what, what kind of information would you put in there? And what, what could so, you like pull up if that makes sense? When I was, when I was studying for a test, we had to remember a bunch like definitions. We had to remember definitions, but we also had to remember concepts. So instead of, you know, typically it'll put a definition in. I, actually, Richard Feynman said this. I have to bring this up. Richard Feynman said this. He says, the day that I realized that there is a difference between knowing the definition of something and, know, and actually understanding it was the day I was able to start applying it. Right. Okay. So instead of putting definitions in slots, which you can do, mm-hmm. I would put concepts. Right. I would, put, I would put steps. Yeah. So once it comes down, it hits that one, two, three, four. I can create steps now. Okay. And so yeah. give me, give me like, uh, like an egg. I'm just trying to like extract this in the best way. It's I can. A, yeah. you know like I know, I know it's complicated and I'm probably like digging a ground that I can't quite get through. But... No, no. You're <laughs> so like, imagine it like this, right? Right. If brown is equal, if brown is equal to coffee. Okay. If it's brown, it starts with coffee. Coffee is going to start with cup. Cup is going to lead to guitar. Guitar is going to lead to jazz. Jazz is number I think five on the list now. Now, what do I need to know for jazz is there's scales. What scales are there? There's three different scales in this category. Now that I know that there's three different scales, what's the first scale? Because if I'm talking about scales, there's going to be one, two, or three. Right. So we're going to use an analogy. Let's do a scale that starts with A. Let's do it. Let's do it in alphabetical. Right. So instead of, so a uh, scale with arpeggio, with this, with that. So I, then I can work it backwards right okay 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 i get you i get you now i get you yeah yeah interesting man that's really cool that's really yeah cool. that's like that's like your own little like mind palace inside a like a coffee house mm, there's too many doors and I, I i can't keep the maintenance going it's <laughs> <horrible>. <laughs> no but that's really really cool i mean that's insane like for me it's basically just like okay um mine is a lot more simplistic than that it's like okay well i i know my house right and i know mm. i know where i work and i know my gym and i know um, like my girlfriend's house I know all, like all these kind of like different places right and I can associate like different things with different places so say if I was one thing that stands out and I use it probably for a lot was when I was writing essays so I'd have like my room be the intro because that's where I wake up and then I can put things on the walls and I'm like okay well I, if I see this concept like say I see um I'm trying to think of what I had like say I see the number five right and I know like this this essay takes place in my house and this essay is about like the Rwandan genocide or whatever so I know that like the intro is to talk about how these five million people were killed and then like have swords and the wall like machetes in the wall or whatever and like run through all those kind of things it's very um how do I put that low resolution example of the concept that I'm trying to make here you know you know you get what I'm saying yeah 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 and then because I know what my room looks like without having to think about it and I can just place things that stand out to me in my room and that's where the imagination comes in so be as imaginative as i can like if there's a massive mm-hmm. dick in my room i know that someone took over something because they're like you know swinging dicks around the place yep. you know what I mean? <laughs> you get, but like the concept roommates is, man <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that um and like i know that 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 means something to me you know what i mean yep. so yeah like it's it's a very simplified version of what you're doing it's like um it's like your method but like you know the free version so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I one thing that I actually downfall with those it's stories. I actually have a hard time with stories. Really? Yeah. So like if you give me a few chapters on a book and then tell me, oh well, you know what happened here, I'd be like, what was the chapter again? Yeah, <laughs> so I'll start. I can't. I have a hard like 
it's very human for us to tell stories to one mm. another, right? And then okay. remember them. Like I'll see people say, "Oh, hey, you know John down at the store. John just went to his, you know, his doctor. He was talking about his thing." Da, da, da. And they'll they'll say every detail. I'll get there and I'm like, "John, I'm like, he had something with a thing and had you know like yeah, some yeah. kind of pill. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll start naming off the names of yeah, the pills yeah, and everything. Yeah. We're okay. We're okay now. So <laughs> interesting, man. No, that's that's cool though, because like I'm I'll probably be the opposite. Like I watch a movie once and I can like name a solid like half of the script. Like I can run that's through. That's amazing. It. See, I can't do that. But it's just like random. <laughs> quote. It'll be random quotes triggered by something. It's not like I'm trying to retain these certain things, but like no. it'll come up and there'll be some kind of like contextual situation where I can put in a line from that movie. And then it'll come out and I'll be like, oh, that's what that's from. I'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. that's good. That's, that's good. Weird. But that, that's insane, man. So what led you from all of that to kind of, I suppose, once you get down the road, it's almost like it's it's a, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like you follow a path that goes to like, you know, health and fitness, nutrition, and then it gets into like slowly into self-development. And then it kind of pushes more into philosophy. And then you just kind of build down the road and get lost in the rabbit hole of all that. So what was that so, like for you? So for me, like it was it's weird because you start to realize everything's connected. Mm. Everything is connected. 100%. And when I was growing up, I wouldn't say, I mean, I guess I was exposed to philosophy. Mm. My father was a minister. I, me and my father would have deep talks even as a child, you know? So the whole conversation of virtue morality, being yeah. good to one another, those things that was always talked about, but I would always dig deeper. And I would, when I was really young, I was, you know, I was heavily into spiritualism and things. And I would always, I was just trying to find like, why are we here? What's the single seed that spirit? Is there many seeds? Is there is, well, you know, what is it? And I think that all led to some giant cycle that I ended up going through everything I did and having to come back out of it and rediscover, like, I need to do what I did when I was a kid. I need to explore again. I need to play again. I need to stop mm -hmm. taking things so seriously. I need to stop being some type of analytical adult who's a little weird in the way I might explain things. <laughs> so I'm going to say that now. Yeah. Hey, work but, around. Yeah. What I mean, point, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty impulsive. <laughs> but at what point do we, at what point do we stop being nice to everybody else, being kind to the people around us mm -hmm. and everything else? Because we're so concerned about who we are or mm -hmm. image or anything else. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, I see, I see these years and years and years when we're kids and we're going through all these. And then when we get out, we get in, our expectations are not met and then we're defeated. And then we justify those actions. And it's just like, I think we're all just kids trying to figure this whole thing out. Yeah. I think, I think that's really true. That's a good way of putting it as well. Cause like, like you said, you go through this like life and you want, you, you think, I don't know, well, at least maybe I'm, I'm kind of projecting here, but like, I thought that I had to be a certain way when I was growing up. Like when, when I got to college, I had to, maybe not in first year, first year is kind of a write off. But like after that, I was like, okay, well, this is, this is the time where I'm going to become, I'm going to go from this immature teenager to becoming this like full fledged suit and tie wearing adult and I'm going to be super scored away and yeah. everything's going to fall into place and that's going to be the way it works and it's not like that at all because the like you said the more you go through the more you realize that the way and I, I think I said this before as well like the way to maturity is to incorporate what you lost as a child to reincorporate that and take the characteristics that made you who you were as a child when you were the most you let's say yeah. and then try and express those later on in life when you when you become an adult and after you go through all these things like you know that there's a certain say it's like you're becoming a child but you just have more responsibility and you have to be 
more civil in the way you act in the world. Something like exactly. that. You know exactly. Exactly. I mean? And I think it was rediscovering all those passions, rediscovering what lit the fire, rediscovering. When I grew up, I was skateboarding. We were racing down hills. We yeah. were, you know, doing dirt jumps, doing all that. And I think I had to find something that freed me again. I get that. You know, it's, I, I've gone to college now and it's, I was very rebellious when I was young, we'll put it that way. Right. And, uh, I go to college and I see all these students learning how to take part in their world and all this, but then at the higher levels, synthesis, things like this, learning how to question, do this, do this. And I'm like, wow, I did synthesis and questioning all the way through my childhood, right? but I never learned how to really be there in my community when I was young. Right. I get it. So I lived in reverse. Yeah. And I think as I got older, I almost lived backwards, but forwards, if that makes any sense. It's sort of... It's like, yeah, you were living, you were going through life at the ages you were going through it, but you were just kind of acting as if, you know, your work was already done as such. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I and I think when you, when you lose that hope and you lose all those things, you know, we are so certain that there's nothing, there's nothing left. Mm. We're so certain that there's nothing left. And sometimes that spark of curiosity or 10,000 reps later to figure out why is this not working? What can I do differently? Really? 10,000 reps don't work? No, 20,000 That was such a good callback. I didn't, see, I didn't even see that coming. That was so good. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm going to just figure out how this thing actually works. What's it called? Muscle? Oh, myofibril? Oh, it's this? Oh, you got to do... Oh, it's a tempo. tempo oh, the actin b- binds to the myosin head. The myosin and... heads. I should start... I should eat myosin. Oh, myosin heads. You can't I need eat to, myosin. Creatine. I, I need to have so much creatine. creatine. Where's the protein scooper? I can never find you in yeah. here. Where are you? <laughs> and that's all that matters. Um, that's all that matters. You know, at the end of the day, if you've done anything in this life, let it be the fact that you found the protein scooper because for some Mate, reason if your hand is just a little too moist you've lost half the bag already and <laughs> that's good that's good <laughs> oh my god oh, no. yeah, it's only 35 now t- talking talking like all of this just increases protein synthesis by 300 percent. so i mean like we're fine this is no, what it's burning worth. calories no, yeah yeah with all this intellectual conversation going on we're working at like you know 10 times speed and just burning 300 calories a minute the cultural differences between intellectual conversation so yeah yeah as i said you just feel different you know what i mean that's all it is um what was i gonna say no um to real talk i get what you're saying about all that in terms of like being rebellious and like you know skateboarding and you with your guitar and gaming all that kind of stuff it all kind of I see how I see through like your social media and stuff how you're actually reintegrating that into who you are now because it comes through and you can say like you know what might have been seen as rebellious now is almost okay because it's been incorporated into like this this fully grown you who knows what path they should be on or knows at least the next step is that fair enough to say because like even with me I I really resonate with that because when I was a kid I used to be very like outgoing and adventurous. I used to be like all these um, like speech and drama things and all that kind of stuff. Um, I used to go like be in plays and theaters when I was a kid yeah, yeah. and all that kind of like weird stuff. And I remember I started hanging around with my cousin and his friends were a lot more say different than mine. Right. In the way that I'd go in and be like, oh, you know, after watching like all of the Indiana Jones movies and watching Doctor Who and all this kind of stuff, I'd be yeah. this kind of like and the way i say to people it's like i had that autistic accent when i was younger you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. uh 
And as soon as I started hanging around his friends, they just kind of like beat it out of me straight away. Both like, you know, verbally and physically. I was just like, I was seen as weird. <laughs> and uh, they used to call me 50 Cent because they used to always have change. And every time, they, <laughs> every, good, like, every time I had spare change, it'd be like, oh, really 50 Cent. And they'd be like, haha, how's it going, fellas? And they're like, do you have any change for us today? Do you? Like literally, I suppose when I look at it, I literally got bullied for my lunch money as a kid, right? That, that That's how it works. But I needed that to like kind of, how to put it, like, uh, give me some like gentle hammering persuasion into fit something that doesn't equate such a uh, like socially awkward child you know like I needed yeah. that kind of like I don't know whatever whatever you would call it like that kind of like bending into shape that would make me a lot more how do I put it uh, approachable and able to hold a social inter- interaction that wasn't just like you know sit down and shut up it was like no you can like stand up for yourself and be all these kind of things and along the way i found that i I lost all of those kind of characteristics that i had that would allow me to put myself out there be it like you know learning speech and drama on stage trying new things or or whatever and like it kind of brought me from this extreme all the way over to the other side and then i think it's only over the past few years that i'm trying to like rediscover that part of me that is outgoing and is creative which is why i suppose i'm doing like all this and stuff and trying to like get that out there because i know it's something that i want to do and something that you know like you said the inner child wants to do you know how do you find balance if you've never explored the scale yeah exactly right and you i think that, that's what you find with life whenever you try anything like you're at twenty thousand reps right you have to yep. go over to that side and then find out okay okay <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to completely put my arm into absolute disrepair or like. You know what I mean. <laughs> I wish I would have found it at five hundred though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when breaking point happened and when cramps started setting in, you probably should have just like you know. There was no arms the few yeah. weeks, but it's okay. You don't need arms, right? You don't need arms. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel, I feel like you're very fortunate to have had those conversations with your dad at that day, at that age because it's something that I would never been able to do. I used to get picked on because I was quite strange. And Me too. I was I like, get dad. That. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, uh, I told my dad, my dad's like, you know, the next time they say something, you, you know, just say opinions vary. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What's, what does vary mean? Yeah, He's yeah, like, fair. don't worry about it. Just trust me on that. So I'm like, okay. Get kids start something with me. I'm like, well, opinions vary. He's like, I, I don't know what that I'm like, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um kind of similar to that, right? Um I used to spend a lot of time with my granny. Not you, Siri. I didn't ask you. Uh, I used to spend a lot of time with my granny when I was a kid growing up. And cause she used to like mind me on Sundays or whatever when my mom and dad were in work. And I went to mass one day because she always goes to mass and whatever. And when I remember like there was some parable being told like you know about like you know do no harm unto others whatever the case was yep. and I remember I was being picked on the next day in primary school and I think I think someone um stabbed me like the guy who used to sit beside me he was a horrific bully horrific for like the last year of school and he used to like stab me in the leg with a pencil and he used to sharpen it to see how sharp he could get it and then say did that hurt did that hurt and there's me like you know age 12 like no no it didn't <laughs> go again <laughs> but um and I remember like people come up to me and I was like, why don't you do something about that? And I was like, just like, I'm not. And again, I didn't know where this was coming from. I was like, I'm not going to hurt someone else. Like that's, that yeah, doesn't make yeah. no sense to me at all. You know? And it's not just because the Bible said, it's just because like, I, I just know that I shouldn't hurt someone else just because they hurt me. Like I'm not a bad, like I shouldn't do that. Have you, you know? ever noticed when people get in arguments that they get hurt and then they end up 
try and hurt the other person back in a similar way for the most part. And it's usually because they want those other people to feel how they feel. It's usually that they want them to feel the same pain they're feeling. But here's what I'm saying. I'm saying you being hurt, having that, knowing that it's uncomfortable. And it's like, why would I want to cause that to anyone else? I know what that's like. Do you think that's that's emotional intelligence, man? Yeah. That's empathy. I appreciate that, man. No, because I feel like that's that's definitely something I I probably am better at than some other people. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like that's to think good. I'm... Something good, good. That's something <laughs> good. <laughs> but um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Do you think that like it is true what they say that like hurt people hurt people? Like that's it's the way it works. And I feel like there's like a dichotomy there where it's either you're gonna understand what it is to be hurt, and if you've done if you have that like weird switch that makes you think differently, um like yourself like you were saying like you had those deep conversations with your dad like if you can think differently like that you, you kind of understand what it is to be heard and you you would rather just shut up and be like okay you know opinions vary as opposed to let me tell you what i think of you exactly how i think of you and try and hurt you with my words you know what i mean like nowadays I, yeah nowadays i was i was gonna say i get i'll get and somebody will start with me whatever mm. and i'm just like why are you upset mm. and they'll They'll be like, well, you know, say that. I'm like, no, but like, what's actually bothering? Like, let's talk. And it, it, it's hilarious. You know, 20 minutes later, here's the, you know, the black screen rolls. It says 20 minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the screen comes back. We're sitting down talking. I'm like, no, that's not, I understand that, man. I've been through that pain. And yeah, so we're going yeah, back and yeah. forth. But it's like, anger is just a cover up. Usually, anger mm-hmm. is just a cover up for pain. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more, man. I mean, like, I remember I used to work in like the local supermarket and, um, uh, there was an odd time like say it was late on a sunday evening i knew no one else was going to come in i had this one like say one customer like that and it happened a few times and i was just like th- i could see they were being like just unnecessarily confrontational and i just yeah. be like what's wrong like come on like yes. genuinely what's wrong like i like in the back of my head i was like i'm not i know i'm gonna get, get fired or anything but it's like come on let's, let's have a chat what's wrong what's wrong how's your day whatever what's going on and then they'd end up telling you how like shit their day was and you're like okay listen i get it i've been there i know how it is just like go home relax have your pint of ice cream that you have now just you know go home take it easy <laughs> pint of ice cream. Yeah, yeah the good stuff the yeah, good yeah. stuff but, but no like, i i get it yeah those are some of the most human conversations man yeah and i think that the really ones are. you probably remember the most it's like when you don't need to be but you can just go out of your way that little bit more just be like you just keep i don't know you you put pressure in the right place at the right time and you can get somewhere with someone and you're like oh okay. it's true we're okay we're good now you can go home and i can go home and we can be better off for it right next time you come in we're gonna smile at each other we're gonna have a chat and it's gonna be great yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that, that. That's that's what we need more of, man. Like especially to tie it back to what we're seeing now. Hopefully, with this whole like you know, hopefully most of America can rest easy, and the wider world because there was just some, I don't know. No one's. I don't think we've hate. I don't think the world has hated anyone since the 1940s like they do today with Trump. I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I definitely think too is that. I think it really comes down to if we're going to all live among each other, we have to know how to live among each other. The thing is, is we want to push on to everybody else what's right for us or what has worked for us or what's always, you know, I I hate voting. I'll admit that I Mm. hate voting because when I vote, it's usually it's all the propaganda and making decisions based on things I don't know. Mm. I, I don't like that. I don't like that. But I sit there and when I vote, I'll say, okay, 
who's benefiting from this? It's not me. I'm not worried about myself. I'm like, I'm trying to think of everybody else out there when I vote. Like, what can we do? Mm. You know what I mean? It's like trying to figure out how to word this. When we go into our communities, I think we need to stop making it so much about what we want mm. and start doing for the greater good of everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think this polarity in government is unreal. Yeah. This polarity is splitting us further and further apart. And honestly, if it keeps going this way, I mean, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. But hopefully it doesn't get too bad before we can make a change. That's fair enough. I think it's a good way of putting it so, too. I think yeah. I think what we need now, like you said, is just unity. And yeah. I think we need to kind of disregard whatever it is that we or whatever it is that people are fighting for now. It's like there's there's how to put it. There's nothing worth trying to prove yourself right for that supersedes the common good if you want if you want a better word for it yeah like there's there's nothing worth arguing for aside from just trying to i don't know look after yourself and then look after yourself in such a way that that radiates to your close friends and family and that that will radiate from them to the community at large and i think that's the way it starts right you don't need to take you don't need to outsource your vote or outsource your virtue through your vote you can just start with yourself how about that how about you just start with yourself and then see what you can do as a person to tolerate others be strict in your own governing yourself and then just let everyone else come in and ho- and just know that there's there's enough how to put it there's enough understanding between you and someone else so that you know that this person ultimately when it comes down to it if they had the choice would like save their save their child or their brother or their sister from a burning building right you can start from there start from there start from what we have in common and then work back whatever exactly. whatever like high resolution definely detailed stuff that you have that's a difference that's fine whatever you can live in harmony with that because the world hasn't fallen apart yet right so it just matters on how how we handle ourselves when it comes to those kind of things and when it comes to knowing that whatever impact you have on someone at that kind of like personal level so long as that's good that can radiate radiate out into something else and that doesn't have to be outsourced to a vote or an instagram post or a tweet or you ringing into a radio show and giving you two cents like it doesn't have to be that it can just be like okay I'm going to smile at this person. I'm going to say hi. I'm going to say, how are you? Have a nice civil conversation. And then they can go away feeling charged and I can go away feeling charged too. Even when everything's happening and happening in politics, the whole argument in politics is happening over the community. If there is oppression taking place in the streets, there's an argument going on about the oppression taking place in the streets. But if we start working on getting rid of the oppression in the sheets, there is no argument in politics. Hmm. So do kind things for others. Sit there, sit down and say, hey, man, I know you're upset and you have that pint of ice cream. Yeah, let's sit here and eat this together and talk. You know, let's. you can do those little things a day and we get enough people to do little things like that a day, just weekly, whatever. You'd be amazed what people would say. People would go to attribute somebody, attribute somebody something with their their political beliefs Mm. and then just be like, well, he's also the guy that, you know, sat there and actually talked to me last time. And it's like, I'm more than just what I believe. I'm more than just what you right. know, we're constantly changing. What I, 10 years ago, did we all believe the same thing that we believe today? I didn't. Hmm. No, I, no didn't. I get you, man. I mean, like that's, I think that's what we're missing nowadays. We kind of miss the, what is it? Whatever. 
with the trees for the forest. I don't, I don't know what that expression is, but we kind of like we throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to that kind of thing, right? It's like, oh, yeah. I know that you're like it could be even something so simple as like, oh, um, I'm fiscally conservative. I like to save money and use it wisely. It's like, how dare you be such such that? How dare you not let money be redistributed to the the wealthy? Eat the rich? Like it's like, no, I'm just smart with money. Relax, all right. I'm not. I'm not. Trying, I'm not saying that at all. But I feel like that's that's the kind of, or at least that's what we're seeing as it is. You know, it's like we're we're trying to compete with each other to see who's better than who. I'll be honest. I think a lot of society right now. I was in the AOL days, the AIM days, the MSM days, the Hotmail days. Um, <laughs> but or I think sending nudges. Yeah, yeah, right, right. The MySpace days. MySpace yeah. days. Look at social media now. Mm. Look at how people portray themselves. Look at the things they do. Look how correct they think they have to be. All these little things. I was called a Christian terrorist last week. I love how you threw that in there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so beautiful. I love that. <laughs> uh, 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 I don't want to read the comments in the exam and so anymore, but I've been called a Christian <laughs> terrorist. Oh, man. We got to get an AI for that. Yeah, man. I just got to have to Hey, AI, yeah. Go go comment in my comment section. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Siri. <laughs> Siri, yeah, you do it. Yeah, Great I, don't job want, now. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Tell, redirect him to, to therapy. I don't know. I don't know what to tell him. <laughs> just set the bot up to every time they comment, they get a new talk space notification. Siri can have auto replies where it's just like, how are you feeling today? What's wrong? Oh, there you go. What's wrong? Which, Who hurt on, you? A, on a scale of one to 10, which happy face are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But no, you're dead right when it comes to social media. People... I think because we've because you remove that kind of like physical interaction, people feel that it's almost like your words are removed from you. It's like something you wouldn't say to someone in person, yeah. but yet you feel like because and it, it is that kind of like keyboard warrior stereotype where you're behind a screen, you're behind the keyboard. Yeah, you can take something completely out of context. Like if I say life is suffering, and it's like oh this guy said life is suffering, and it's like no that's not what I mean when I say it. I don't mean no. it's like black and white as well. And I think it's almost like social media has removed that black and white from the conversation. And it's something that we need now more than ever. We need that kind of yeah. nuance. We need to be able to understand people, like you said, that we're not just our ideas. Like we're not, exactly. we're not that. We're more than that. We're the people that help out people whenever needs be. You know what I mean? And I mean, I think people are emulating social media in reality. That's the other thing. I never yeah. thought of it that way. Well, think about it. Like think about, think Facebook 2012. Farmville, right? RP. Farmville, Uville, <laughs> all of them, energy drinks for days, and there's never enough to get through the game. But it's, mm. it almost seems like people are bringing that kind of social media thing into the world. And they're like, well, you said this, and you said this, and you didn't say it like this. And it's like, where's the humanity? Mm. Where's, where's the human experience? You know, where's the, oh, I actually did stutter stu stutter with my words mm -hmm. and pronounce something wrong like i have probably at least 100 times in this podcast if you want right. to listen back to me that too. <laughs> me too. don't worry but my, that's my, real my lisp penetrates the the sound waves so like don't worry my s's don't come out that well or i'll go or they're kind of too well. <laughs> i don't know either way they're defined yeah yeah, yeah. They're, they're at least announced <laughs> people know when i'm finishing something with an s <laughs> But yeah, no, 2012 energy on Facebook, that's weird. It's weird to think that when it comes to it, people are being targeted for like tweets or posts that they made years ago. And when you think oh, about yeah. it, like Facebook became kind of mainstream in 
2012 like that's when everyone kind of like got out of it. even when i was in like when i was 12 say i know mm. that was like in 2000 no hold on 2012 uh what was it, like 15 yeah that makes sense so hold on 2010 yeah. even 2008 i think was when i like first started going on facebook when everyone in school got on it yeah and it's like if you look at the stuff that i that i would have put up in my illiterate like 12 year old self yeah it's like, are you going to come at me and tell me something that I did back then is representative of me now? I can spell now. I know how to spell, right? Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't think that's a, a valid way to go about assuming the character of someone. And I think it just comes down to that. Like, we just need to, I don't know, have more empathy when it comes to trying to view people as like ourselves. Like, we need to see ourselves and other people and realize that we're not all that, all that different. And I saw this other thing as well. Um, and I was talking to my friend about it the other day. He was like, whatever you see in someone that makes you angry that can tell you something about yourself. It's true. And I think that that's what we're seeing nowadays. It's like we see people who have undesirable character traits, like whether they're angry all the time or whether they're selfish or whether they're obnoxious or whether they tell lies or whatever the case is. And I'm not saying it's all the time. I'm saying there are th- certain things that are worth criticizing and are worth um, vilifying, right? There are certain actions that are worth that. But sometimes when we get angry with someone or when we see a character trait in someone, that's often something in ourselves that we're not in, how do I put it? We're not incorporating it into ourselves, but we're repressing it because we're so afraid yes. of becoming that person that has those character traits. We're so afraid of becoming that thing we hate, right? That thing that we see in ourselves. When, like, it's in us, right? Because the, people are human and the people we don't like are also human too. So we have to take into account that they can do the human things that we're also capable of and actually incorporate those emotions to suit us when need be. Like we need to know when to be selfish and when to be angry and when to show teeth. And, you know, we need to know that we can do those things so that we don't overdo it when push comes to shove. Yes. And I mean, thing too, it's like, imagine if somebody told you, I want you to paint an impression of Michelangelo that you've never painted before. You've never, I want to, I want an acrylic based, mm. you know, and it's like, okay, but you're not allowed to make a mistake at any point in time. You have to do it from start to finish on a canvas, acrylic, impression of michelangelo it has to at least be a 95 percent accurate how by do you chance. do that <laughs> you know by chance we're gonna hope a lot of odds in my favor yeah. but you know but that's not it's not realistic it's not realistic and how can you have a human experience if you don't have the ability to fail in some way or to say something you regret i mean i'd rather very much be the person that has done something i regret or said something i re- regret or typed all my old statuses with mm. capitalized on every single first word every word yeah, i yeah, did yeah, yeah i did and look back and be like, wow, I've progressed. Wow, I changed things. Wow, right. that thing I was going through, I figured that out. You know? Mm-hmm. No, I get it, man. That's, that's how you change. So what have you and got then, going on at the minute to like sidestep this conversation? Let's not get too deep. What's, what's next? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I feel like... <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> Me, what I've just, I've been working on Python programming. I decided to take up programming. Uh, that's the other thing. Before I was... Before I went for sports med and everything, I was going for 3D design and game design because that's really mm. what I wanted to do. Mm. So I knew a little bit of programming and stuff, and I wasn't sure where I wanted I wanted to break in as a tester. But I did C++ back in the day just a little bit, and then I fell off for a year. C Sharp came around. It's the upgraded version of C++. And so now I've gone. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to invest years into a programming language. Let's just go with Python. Yeah. So that's that's just, the one that's most like applicable, isn't it? It's most kind of like widespread. It is, yeah. And you can do a lot with it. So I've been, I'm, I'm working on. It's crazy. It's in the works. I don't know if it's even going to be possible, but uh, I'm trying to basically figure out how to take 
my virtual assistant put a program into it where I can get it to pull research articles for me Outrageous. and do research in the background. I know it's a little, and I don't know if I'm going to pull it off, but you I mean, know, if that comes if, to fruition, if somebody else can pull it off, great. I'll buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I need some help, man. That's something people would pay for. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I, yeah. I was like, I was like, I, a lot of people could use this, even not for school or just for anything, you know? So you just need to find really articles. Good. You need to like get it in such a way that it heads it like, Articles that agree with me. Articles that disagree with me. Articles that have <laughs> points. Because otherwise, hey. yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, no. I was just saying, I was like, hey, what's my name on Google? Oh, no, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, in my days of writing articles or writing, uh, like, research papers, everything I'd look for would be like, no, that one doesn't say what I want to say. That one doesn't agree with me. That one agrees yep. with me. Let me talk about this one. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like, really try or confirmation bias <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no 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 we can't do that <laughs> I, I love i love the early papers when you first start going to school and you do your stuff and people are trying to figure it out and you mm. have that one friend that comes to you and he's like yeah i wrote a paper yeah oh, and the citation it's just keywords it's like you didn't even read what this says like it'll be something about you know like you know and according to you know the movie theater industry da 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 quote you know when you sit down and see in the movie theater industry da 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 and then angelina jolie and then it goes back to something else completely unrelated and like what are what are we talking about that doesn't make sense oh what is this what is this oh my god yeah, no. I think that was me in like first year. I used to write about everything that would agree with me. I'm like, no, no, no. Everyone else is wrong except <laughs> everyone else is wrong except me and these five other scholars that I found. So sorry. I had a science teacher years ago and it was our first lab report and she's like, Okay, you know, osmosis and da 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 and you know, you're supposed to say you agree with your conclusion. I'm like yeah, but my Excel sheets are completely wrong. <laughs> I plugged them in wrong somehow. I can do programming, but I can't figure out Excel. Okay. But like, you know, but I, I go and I plug it in and the lines are going like all different directions and stuff. And she's like, Yeah, you're supposed to say there's a correlation. I'm like, I don't see any correlation. There's no correlation. No, yeah, I, I can't. Can, I, can, I, can, <laughs> I can speak English, but I'm not Shakespeare. Like, relax. Yeah. English paper, I did the same thing. He's like, You're supposed to take a stance. I'm like, yeah, but I don't agree with either of them. It's like, what? So I'm staying in the middle of this whole thing. <laughs> My whole thing, when I was in English class, right, I got um, at the end of our uh, secondary school, um, they were giving out awards or whatever uh, as we graduated. And I got the, like, uh, what was it? Like the... Um, unofficial most pretentious award right because we couldn't actually give those out yeah and my yeah. whole thing in english would just be like we'd like read a poem or something and i'd be like huh no one else is saying this and they're like sir could you say that this is what he meant and they're like and then this <laughs> one really goes you could say that and this would be like every five minutes but like could you say and like you could say that and i'm like ah, oh, okay <laughs> cool. that's good that's yeah good. i was like, like that's good enough for me oh that's great oh my god that's I great miss it. i miss it so many years but uh kellen that was really fun i enjoyed that um I have to go and um, try and sort something out, like try and do some. Oh, um, me and my girlfriend started like the side hustle thing. Oh, you saw? Yeah, you yeah, actually yeah. saw? Yeah, yeah, you saw. I, it. Yeah, I saw the the. Was it? Uh, what's the name? Sweet Sweets. Cheeks. Sweet, Sweet cheeks. cheeks. The good name. Thank you for picking the good name because I saw the poll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so we're trying to like sort out these like different. Um, we make up these like different boxes and stuff. Mm. And um, originally, like Maeve just started watching these TikToks where like people would like pick up big things of like sweets and stuff and pick a mix and all that kind of stuff and it'd be like yeah. all asmr really gooey looking really like nice yeah, yeah, yeah like it's gonna give you diabetes 100 but totally worth it <laughs> and um 
I was like, why don't you do that? I was like, I was sitting here and I was like, I was like, why don't you do that? Like, why, why don't you do something like that? This is like last week, by the way. Like, this is how fast it's gone. I was like, and she's like, do you think? And I was like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We'll do it. We'll do it. And then it became a thing. So we're, we're making up boxes now. And to be fair, we've gotten like a few orders in already, which is insane. I love the rings for the Valentine's Day. Oh, I yeah? saw those before I popped on. I'm like, that's that's creative. I like that. You, you guys have that's Haribo in the state, surely, yeah? Yeah, we do. Yeah, you're right. 100%. Yeah. It's in like their Star Mix bag. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, I mean, go, go buy yourself. Well, I haven't eaten sugar in a long time. I haven't had soda in a long time either. Though. That makes one of us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I'm always falling asleep. Okay. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Hold on. Before I go, how did you manage to set up your own gym in your garage? Like, what's the crack with that? How? So, did you cast your own weights? Oh, so, so sticks and stone. If you want to cast your own concrete weights, there's a guy on Instagram called Sticks and Stone. Right. He built. You know, you bake. You make. You make your cast. You put it in there. You let it sit for 48 hours. High. You know good high psi concrete and you cast the weights now i ended up buying i just basically it was just buying one piece of equipment at at a time trying to put some you know something in there but i've got a yoke now i've got logs i've got sandbags i'm gonna probably make atlas stones in the summer you know i've got a bunch of concrete weights and air bike bands so i'm just rolling through putting a little bit of investments here and there because that pandemic hit hard especially for the programming it hit hard man i know my gym is closed and i drove by it today is it yeah oh mate it's been closed uh since just before christmas i think because we went into another lockdown uh, over here recently i yeah yeah, that's right that's right and we're closed until well we're closed the country's on lockdown until the 5th of march i think yeah so my my gym isn't going to be opening up anytime soon and like that's that's my that's my thing you know like that it, so long as that's open i was fine i could deal with anything so long as my gym was open because i have i have a single 16 kilogram kettlebell right so that's what yeah. like uh like 32 pounds 30 pounds whatever that is and i'm just kind of here like oh like like i don't mind running i've taken up to running something fierce everyone who i know knows that already um like i, I run like anywhere from 16 to 19 kilometers a day and i'm just kind of like okay this is great but i also want to get back to actually feeling strong again yeah. as opposed to just like i'm sure you get that as a strong man like you know yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing yeah but like we're, we're Go up on... the stairs oh yeah. god yeah yeah <laughs> you lift one knee it clicks the wrong way oh no oh. but um oh, i think that was my back <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real on that front but yeah oh. i've just like i'm just i'm just fed up at this point and to be fair um also, we also have checkpoints, right? So the police checkpoints where if we're driving, oh. we're only allowed five kilometers outside of where we live is, is the story. That's interesting. Right. So say Maeve lives like 20 kilometers away from me. Mm. All right. Now, to be fair, I do have an essential worker letter from where I work, which is near where she lives, which is fortunate. Mm. So I can kind of get by and just say like, here you go. But I've been really fortunate because I try not to do that. I, like I'll tell the guards the truth. I'm not I'm not above that. So yeah, yeah, the other yeah. one I had, uh, the first one I had kind of, I've never been stopped before uh, at a checkpoint like this. And I had to like roll down my window and the guard was like, oh, wait, where are you going? Like, what's the purpose of your journey? And I was like, oh, I'm just going, I'm just going to my girlfriend's house. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then um, the second one I had was yesterday. And um, I, put, I let down my window and the guard was like, oh, so what's the purpose of your journey? And actually, I always, I always try and like approach, the, like when I'm sitting in my car, I'll pause the music if I see there's a checkpoint and I just smile like, I'm just like <laughs> that's good and i'll just sit there smiling and be like haha 
everything's fine because i know if i don't i'll just freak out when when i go to like open the window and act guilty before i've actually done anything wrong yeah, uh, yeah. so i'm just kind of sitting there and i'm like um so i'm just sitting there like smiling like a psychopath in my car just like <laughs> and then uh, the guy and I, the, like the guy was like pulling the window i was like hi guard how's it going and he was like uh yep yeah, uh, where are you going and i was like oh i'm just going home to my girlfriend's house and he was like um and like i said going home to just so he'd be like oh he lives there he's fine yep. and he was like oh where are you coming from and i was like oh i'm coming here and he's like and why are you there and i was like my parents live there and he's like ah okay your parents are there yeah, yeah yeah go on and i was like oh thank you like i like i like realistically <laughs> i i shouldn't like that that shouldn't have let me go through right i could have just said oh i work there and here's my worker's letter and he just would have been yeah. like yeah fine but i was like no no i just i'll just i'll just tell the truth and it'll work out because like the fine is like two thousand five hundred euro or something Jeez. and it's yeah and th- see my whole thing is there's people who are giving the police over here unnecessary grief and like it's just not worth it for my opinion if you just be nice to them like chances are yeah. they don't want to stop people from just driving up the road you know it's like, yeah that's yeah. not what they signed up for well, plus um, they're probably affected by it too in some way. Yeah, you know, like if you got sp- family and stuff doing the same thing. Yeah, hundred percent. And if yeah. you're spending all your time just telling, like, if you're spending all your time having negative interactions with people, imagine how that frames your day. Like, imagine how you feel exactly. if every second person tells you to piss off. Like, you're not going to take it to anyone else kindly. You're just going to assume that oh, yep. here's another one. You know, it's you versus the world at that point. Yeah, and it's like it can yeah. you can I'm sure you can receive some abuse even from people just sitting in their car. You know. Oh yeah. So my, oh, my, yeah. my my whole thing is just be nice to them and try and like you know, try and just talk like a human being to them again like that like you know, have some ice cream with me. I brought I brought this just for you. You know, that's what, that's what we're doing, man. We're doing ice cream. You know, yeah. That's that's what we gotta do. Pull up a spoon, brother. And sweets Sit down. And, 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 and ice cream and sweet cheeks. That's right. As soon as we can work out refrigeration, we'll figure out how to get people ice cream, and then it'll become a metaphor. Um, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I should really like go down and try and do that. Awesome. Um, but anyway, man, um, where can people find you and what should they do about it? So my personal profile is Axes and Iron at on uh, Instagram, and then my the one of the motiv- the motivational relentless fortitude is at relentless fortitude and that should just all be one word and then there's rfmotivation.com if you can find that too so that's pretty sick man i'll check out the website actually i haven't done that yet so i will i will that. <laughs> awesome Kelly, man, we'll do this again and uh thanks thanks for taking Absolutely. the time i really appreciate it hey and thank you for having me anytime man take it easy have a good day hey see you man bye